next few minutes, we'll break up in small groups at the end to share what we've been reading, and I'll do that online. We'll be in 1 Thessalonians 5 when we do. Okay. Everybody's deferring to one another. Come, come on, Susan. They were all looking at you. <laughs> You know, I was really challenged to be here at 6 o'clock in the morning every Wednesday. My, my work is very tiring the whole day of Tuesday, but I want to be, to, to be awakened and come here and be strengthened by the Lord in prayer. It's encouraging. My tiredness is being lifted up. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I'm amazed how, how people are praying for the prodigals. It is lined up there, being laid, lay hands. And while we are praying for the prodigals, the Lord, we speak life, life, life. Like the bones to be alive and breathe unto them the breath of life. So we keep on praying and praying. And then I heard somebody say, oh, sometimes the children will say, oh, you do this to me, you do this to me. So they don't like to go back to the Lord because the parents did this to them. Then suddenly, I remember a story in my life. When we were in Indonesia, we volunteered ourselves in a drug rehabilitation with mental patients in Indonesia for two years, and our support is only $150, and the 100 goes to our visa. So we live by faith in $50. So we cannot send them to school because we don't have money. So I homeschool them by grace, but because I don't know anything about that. So their age is different. So I, I teach the little one like playing, like teaching, like playing, and the other one will see when we are playing, Jed wants to join us, but he needs to finish his face, paces. So I will be in frustration and in anger and in my limitation, I always punk him and be angry and whatever, you know. So I, I live with that because my husband was helping there in the ministry or did the pastoral school in Singapore. So I'm alone in that place with, you know, limited, limited uh, Bahasa Indonesia. So I live with that. So when we left Indonesia, after two years, we left Indonesia coming here, I asked Jed, Jed, what do you remember in Indonesia? He was already eight years old that time. He, you always spank me. You always, it hurts. And I look at him in his eyes and I say, I ask forgiveness that I did this to you because of my limitation, because I ask forgiveness that I hurt you. Will you forgive me? And he says, I forgive you. Because in our family, that's, one of the foundation in our family, asking forgiveness and releasing forgiveness. 
Then after we, and then after that, I pray for him, Lord, heal him. And I pray for healing that the Lord will touch him in that pain in his heart. Then after we pray, I ask again, just checking. How are you? How is your heart? A little more pain. And I asked the Lord, what is that? And the Lord showed me. So I asked again forgiveness. Chet, I ask forgiveness that I do this to this. Will you forgive me? And he says, I forgive you. And then I pray again for healing, healing. Then after that, I say, how are you? No more pain, mommy. So we need to ask for healing. We need to ask forgiveness. We need to hear them forgiving. You know, because sometimes, you know, husband and wife fight. You know, it's normal. Then one time, I was so angry at him. So angry, so angry. I said, I forgive him. Why I'm so angry? It's like, I'm so angry. And the Lord says, you haven't forgiven completely. I thought I forgive, but it's not complete. So I, say, I ask forgiveness. So, so in forgiveness, in releasing forgiveness, asking forgiveness, there's healing. And in the prodigals, if the Lord will give us opportunity to those children, to those parents who have hurt their, their children, if there's opportunity, life is too short. Ask forgiveness. And look at them in their eyes and ask, will you forgive me? Not just say, I'm sorry that I did this. I'm sorry. It's, it's different when you ask, I ask forgiveness. Will you forgive me? Because sometimes you also know your responsibility of what you did. Not just ignoring what happened. So that's what the Lord is telling us this morning is the forgiveness. The releasing forgiveness and the asking forgiveness. Taking our own responsibility in the prodigals. So we'll stand up, Susan, and why don't you pray that? And pray us in. We'll experiences Jesus Heavenly Father we want to thank you that you have forgiven us yes, Lord. thank you for giving us the grace to forgive others Lord mm. God yes, Lord. continue to bring healing in our hearts Lord God for those things that hurts us by yes, the people who yes, loves Lord. us Lord God continue the healing oh God your love brings healing to our heart. Lord, we pray for each family, each prodigals, each parents, Lord God, we learn how to say, I ask forgiveness. And the children will learn to say, I forgive you. And let the healing flow in each family in the name of Jesus. Lord, this coming 2023 is a new year. A new year in each families because the prodigals are coming back. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Lord, you're showing, Lord God, that there is light in the path of the prodigals because of the forgiveness. Lord, we will not ignore the pain that causes the prodigals, Lord. 
we will take our responsibility, O oh God. Lord, it brings light in every path, in every step of the prodigals to come back is forgiveness. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the gift of forgiveness, Yes, God. Lord. Yes, Lord. Give us yes, the Lord. grace to forgive, Lord God. Yes, Lord. We help us not to withhold forgiveness to those who hurt us, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Release, release, baptize us with your love. Yes, Lord. Your love yes, covers Lord. all yes, multitudes of mistakes. Yes, your love covers all multitudes of sin, O oh God. Your love, only your love that we will carry, Lord God, that we can release the forgiveness, Lord God, even to those people who don't deserve it, but we will release forgiveness because of your love. Thank you, Father, for that. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Next. Get Peter. And then Brian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're in the same watch. So I want to I want to agree with Susan because we were praying. Our watch was hours and hours later after that, but we spent probably the majority of the first couple hours praying for the prodigals and just crying out and asking God to to move them into the place where where they could they could have that encounter with Him. That it wasn't anything we would do, and that. But it came to a point in the in the scripture, and I just I read it, and I just one of the one of one of the intercessors that were there was just was just really bearing uh, his heart on on the way his responsibility for how his kids got to where they're at, and I just. I heard the Lord say that he, when he when he was praying, I heard him say out of Ephesians uh, 3, and it's verse 20, Now to him who was able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works within us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus for all generations forever and ever. Amen. And we just... At, at that point, everything shifted, and it be, I just we came to a place to pray for, for the, for the parents and the grandparents and the, and those that are just that are spending, and have spent hours upon hours believing and praying for someone to come home, and yet they haven't seen it, and their hope is deferred because they're they're only seeing by the natural. They're not they've not yet stepped into a place to believe that God's got it, even if. If they haven't seen it yet, and and so we just started really praying for the, for for a new hope to arise in the church, to believe for the things that God's spoken over their kids, even if they haven't yet seen it. So I, I just wanna I wanna I wanna pray and and release that new hope, yes. that hope again to believe again, where you have stopped believing or you're you're you've been deferred in your faith to believe for them. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you that you are the one who does exceedingly abundantly above, Father, and that, and that right now we receive a new hope, a new hope from you to believe what you've already said, that you're able 
to complete and you're able to finish and you're able to do it exceedingly abundantly above more than we can ask and that you can take every lost prodigal every every son or daughter or 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 mother or father or, or whatever the relationship is god you can reach in to the darkness as you did with paul and you can pull them out and convey them into the son of your love and you can take them from their 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 rebellion in their in their in their lost place and you can pull them in and by by one word by speaking into their lives and stopping them in their moment in their place father so we again want to say we agree you are able god to do exceedingly more than we could ever think or do and that father we again we then we remember that you're the one who does it you're the one who causes the grace to bring faith to change the direction of our lives so we again receive new hope new hope to believe that God you are able and that you're not only able but you're doing and you are calling in from the north the south the east and the west all that you've made all that you've called all that were given by your glory to come into the kingdom and to be part of your body and to be to be those living members Lord so we receive them Lord but we receive new hope we receive new hope to believe God that you're able yes Lord in Jesus name amen in Jesus amen amen Peter, come on. So, Brian, I want to add to what you're saying. And Susan, thank you. That was a precious uh, testimony you had about children because we've all dealt, dealt with that. But you were talking, Brian, about new hope. And I want to add to that, you know, uh, Hebrews 11 says, for faith is the substance of things hoped for. So I want to add faith to what you were speaking about, new hope. So God says in that scripture, Ephesians 3, 20 and 21, that faith is the substance of things, uh, excuse me, it's that, that we're to ask exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all that we could ask yeah. or think. Some translations say, or imagine all that we could ask for or imagine so i want to add i want to add to that new hope brian i want to add faith and so that's the scripture i want to pull up that i read during the, the prayer shift and that is uh, psalm 144 verse 11 through 15. psalm 144 verse 11 through 15. okay that our sons may be as plants. Well, let's go to verse 11. Verse 11 first. It's right there on the top. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I, I see it now. Thank you. Rescue me and deliver me from the hands of foreigners. That is from the work of foreigners whose mouth speaks lying words. Yep. And uh, who right hand is the right hand of falsehood okay <laughs> reading from so deception he's saying deliver me from deception or from my generation from deception so that our sons being delivered from deception and there is a lot of deception in yes. our and a lot of indoctrination going on in our country right now 
from kindergarten up through the university system and through the media and all kinds of deceptions that some of our children have bitten onto, accepted, partially received. He said, deliver us from that deception so that our sons, not just us, but our children be delivered from that deception, yes. so that our sons may be as plants grown up in their youth. He's talking about accelerated growth. Yes. You guys have seen high-speed photography, right? Where you see somebody plant a seed and all of a sudden you see the seed start to sprout and then it blossoms and flowers and blooms into something very beautiful. So he's saying, let, let our sons have accelerated growth even though they're young. Let there be great maturity in their youthfulness. And that comes too with Susan, what you're saying, that a young person can actually have that kind of maturity to understand forgiveness and say, Mom, Dad, I forgive you. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. And that our daughters may be as pillars, and actually in other translations it says corner pillars. That is something, you know, a corner pillar in a temple is key to upholding that temple, and that is the church. That our daughters would be corner pillars for the church, sculptured in palace style. Yep, yep. Our, so I guess what I'm saying, beside faith added to new hope, Brian, is I'm saying let's also learn to, to pray and ex expand our prayers to pray bigger prayers. Yep. Not just that our kids would, and our loved ones, our uncles, aunts, stepmothers, stepfathers, uh, godfathers, godmothers, that, that they would not just get saved and start coming back to church. God says, I want you to pray something more. Expand your prayers. Pray something bigger for them, for, their chil for your children, for your sons, for your daughters for your relatives. Yep, yep, yep. Start praying bigger prayers. Imagine more, abundantly above all that you can think and imagine. Imagine more. Think more. And it's not just that they would become maybe missionaries or pastors or teachers of the word, but he's saying pray for their hearts. Pray for more open hearts to me. Pray for hearts that will be open to Repentance is necessary and forgiveness. Yes. That our oven, uh, that our oxen may be well laden. You know, oxen are the ones that labor. People that labor, they will be well taken care of. People would be ministered to and well taken care of in the body of Christ. That there would be no breaking in or going out. So there'd be no division, no rebellion. That there would be no outcry in our streets, no one complaining about anything, because God is meeting the needs of our yes. family, yes. of our people. And happy, happy are the people who are in such a state. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. And yes. that goes for all of us and all of yep. our prodigals and all of our loved ones. So can we stand and yes. ask God to expand our ability to imagine and to ask beyond. Even Jesus never said, go out 
and make and get them saved throughout the ends of the earth. He said, no, make disciples. That's so much more than just getting them saved to pray the sinner's prayer. Yep. It's much, much more than that. A disciple, a follower, a giver, a servant, a forgiver. Happy are the people who are in such a state. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. So can you say this with me? Lord, expand my prayers. Lord, expand my prayers. Expand my imagination. Expand my imagination. Inspire it by the Holy Spirit. Inspire it by the Holy Spirit. To believe Spirit. you for more. To believe you for more. To add faith to my hope. And add faith to my hope. To release the captives. To release the captives. To set them free. To set them free. Including myself. Including myself. My family. My family. My relatives. My relatives. To set the church free. To set your church set free. Set this nation free. Set this nation Expand free. Expand my prayers. Expand my prayers. Expand my asking. Expand my asking. Help me to think big, Lord. Help me to think big, Lord. And I take your challenge. And I take your challenge. As I pray big. As I pray big. You will, you will give me above. You will give me above. Above and beyond. Above and beyond. All my big prayers. All my big prayers. According to your glory. According to your and glory. And your riches in heaven. And your riches in heaven. I thank you for this, Lord. I thank you for this, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. All right, we got time for one more. You'd like to come and share? Come on. Yes, yes, yes. Veronica. Hello, everybody. I'm, I'm really nervous, but um, I just wanted to share um, how we're all talking about God bringing the prodigals back home and God's restoring families and stuff. And I just have a testimony to share really quick. Um, Stephen and I have been together for a really long time. You know, we got together when I was really young and we had my oldest daughter when I was really young. Or we were both really young and, you know, we weren't the best parents to her. And um, coming to the Lord, he really has restored our family, brought us closer together. Um, when Susan was done talking, you know, about asking her children for forgiveness, and it brought to my mind, like, you know, I had to ask my daughter for forgiveness a couple of times, all my children. But um, Stephen had pulled out a note, I guess, Cassandra wanted to give to me, and I hope she doesn't get mad that I'm sharing it, but I feel like it is important to show that the Lord is doing something right now in families. He said, she, she said, Mom, thank you for always being there for me and not getting mad at me, even when, even though I, I was acting up. Cass, I love you. And it has a little turkey. So I just wanted to share that and, you know, thank God that, thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing in families. Thank you for restoring families, re yes, restoring yes, relationships Lord. with parents and children, yes, Lord God. I don't have a scripture right now, Lord, but I just thank you for everything that you're doing, Lord yes, God. Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, 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 amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Why don't we take, uh, now take our, t break up into groups of two or three so we can share what God's saying to each other in the scriptures, what you've read, or just in the prayer today. And we'll, I'll, I'll take a moment and I'll join with everybody online, then we'll come back and release a blessing.
Thank you, Veronica. That was really that was really right. The picture of what God's doing. Okay. <clears throat> All right, everybody. Blessings. I I want to take you to First Thessalonians five. When I was there today, I thought, oh, this is where I want to share tonight because it's like a wrap up. And Thessalonians is one of the first epistles that is was written to this you know new emerging church coming alive. And I'll just read. But concerning the times and seasons, brethren, you have no no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves know that perfectly. The day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. So there's a second witness. Thief is a night in two portions of our scriptures that we've read today, both in James, uh, Revelation 16, now 1 Thessalonians 5, 2. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But then, I love this. We've got to embrace the scripture in its entirety. That's why reading all of the scripture is changing my life continually, bringing me face to face with the totality of God's provision in the Son. But you, brethren, we, brethren, are not in darkness. So this day should not overtake us as a thief. We're not going to be caught off guard. We're not going to be, you know, we're going to be watching and we're going to be praying and we're going to have garments on and and we're going to respond because you all are sons of God light. If we read in Ephesians, remember there are two kinds of people in the earth today. They're the sons of disobedience. That's who we all were born into. And then when we come into faith in Jesus, we're called the sons of light. So we're sons of light. So we walk in the light as he is in the light. And he says, we are not of the night nor of the darkness. So we're not going to be overtaken as in the darkness because we're not in the darkness therefore let us not sleep as others but let us watch and be sober now there's a second why i didn't know that i mean i read it i just didn't remember so two calls to watch two calls as a thief of the night to be ready for those who sleep sleep at night and those who get drunk are drunk at night but let us walk as of but let us are let us who are of the day be sober putting on the breastplate of faith and love and as a helmet the hope of salvation and again this is where scripture is just simply a dressing room I, I i take and accept these two points that i am putting on the breastplate of faith and love and as a helmet the hope of salvation there's the hope that it's we're anticipating there's more of salvation we were saved in this hope and hope that is seen is not yet hope so there's a hope in salvation of what is to be revealed through our Lord Jesus in our lives and in the lives of our loved ones. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we're anticipating this greater salvation. We're ex- we're in- we know we're not to enter into the wrath and the thief coming as a th- and the you know all the unexpectedness that people are going to be in without their clothes, naked and ashamed. Who died for us? Jesus died for us. That whether we are awake or asleep, that means whether we're awake, walking out life in this planet, or asleep, having slept, fallen asleep in Jesus, that means we died. We should live together with Him in heaven and on earth. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another, just as you are also doing. So that's. 
that's a key in, in the body is that we've got to speak life to each other, hope to each other, and edify one another, uh, encourage one another, because we are the, the children of light. We're not of the darkness. We're not of the rebellion. We're not of the sons of disobedience. So there's a whole other path that we're walking in with Jesus while the, we are together on the earth, the sons of disobedience, the sons of light. And we're to, uh, we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem their very, them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among ourselves. So God gives us pastors and elders and fathers and mothers and mentors and they're watching and they're encouraging and they're trying to activate us into love and we have to we have to be you know let's let's keep valuing that place that they are in our life and thank God for them and now we exhort you brethren warn those who are unruly comfort the faint-hearted uphold the weak be patient with all so every one of every all of us go in those seasons where we're just you know, we're just not going to do this anymore. We're not, you know, we're going to, we're, we're fainting and we're losing our place. We're weak, but we're supposed to come alongside. So this Thanksgiving, when we get together for our lunch, let's make ourselves instruments of ex encouragement, instruments of, of calling people forward into their future. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone. Once evil is inflicted, if evil is responded with evil, it empowers evil. But when we overcome evil with good, then we are dismantling the kingdom of darkness and enlarging the kingdom of light. But always pursue what is good, both for yourselves and for all. And then here is kind of like the precursor for Thanksgiving. And I love these three verses. They're short, they're simple, they're two words, then three words, then four words. And that's the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. So the first statement, rejoice always. Now I know there's not always reasons to rejoice, but we can always we can rejoice always. It's a posture of 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 union with Christ. In his presence is the fullness of joy, and his right hand are pleasures forevermore. So to rejoice always is a is a charge because it's something we have and can do in Christ. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. The reason we, we practice the daily prayer time is so that that prayer will continue with us throughout the whole day. Uh, once you start a conversation with the Lord and you've had a, the connection and the union and you're enjoying that peace that's coming, in the, then, then the conversation just goes through the day. And that's what praying without ceasing looks like. It's not that you have to hold a prayer meeting all day. It's just that you've made the connection. And now in the connection, you continue the conversation. And you're just praying and having conversation and including the Lord in the whole day. In everything, give thanks. That's the fourth four words. In everything, give thanks. Now, inside our day, throughout our day, whatever is coming and I've learned this and I've tested this and tried this and we'll testify more on on Sunday but in everything we give thanks we give thanks in everything we're giving thanks thank you for this day thank you for the the test I'm in the midst of thank you I am I'm thanking you in this test I'm thanking you in this day I'm thanking you 
And it just grows. And the, the promise is for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So a lot of times we're wondering, what, where's the will of God in this situation? What, what's, and and we kind of mean like, what's, what, what's my decision? What do I do here? What am I supposed to do? Which is important. But the will of God for us in Christ Jesus is to rejoice always, to pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks. So even though they're, yeah, they're, I want to be led by the Spirit. I want the kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth as in heaven. The will of God for me inside Christ Jesus is simply to rejoice always. Pray without ceasing and everything give thanks. And if what I love these verses because they, they, they carry me into, a, into the provision of Christ and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's the one who brings the joy and, and, the, and the prayer and the Father is hearing me and Jesus' name brings a conversation, allows me to not walk alone no matter when I am alone physically or, or feel like I'm, I have no, no place to get any help. I, the conversation of prayer keeps me connected. And in everything to give thanks is like, is like superpower. When you, we thank God, we're, the gratitude, the attitude of gratitude changes the atmosphere. Start it today. If, if, you're, if things have become very pressurized and you're just really becoming weakened in the situation and wanting nothing but relief, just start thanking God. Just start thanking God. Hey, I praise you that I'm here. In here, I praise you. I praise you and thank you for your faithfulness, your goodness, and, and for what you're bringing me forward and what you're going to do and how you're going to be seen and because you're good and your mercy. And just... Watch the change of your optimism, your enthusiasm, your, your readiness to respond to the next challenge that comes. It won't, be, it won't be the weariness. So that's how he's closing. He says then, in, important, don't quench the Spirit. And we can quench the Holy Spirit because, uh, do not quench the Holy Spirit because we, we just kind of, we just don't give him expression. He wants to, he wants to say, you know, uh, I, wanna, I want you to step into joy and we're going, well, I don't really feel like it. Or I want you to step into my uh, uh, thanksgiving. And you go, well, I don't, I, I'm not having anything to thank for. Or I want to say something that's, that's, that's prophetic and life-giving. And you go, well, I don't want to hear it. Do not despise prophecies. One of the things prophecy does, which is to edify, to exhort, and to comfort, is to empower us to go forward. Prophecies are the means of warfare. So don't, we don't despise it. Well, that doesn't, I don't know. I heard that, but it didn't really do anything. I'm not sure if I want to hear anymore. No, I want God to speak. I want to hear him say. Then he says, test all things and hold fast what's good. We look that's why the, the vocabulary of the scripture is so important because everything God says by his spirit will be found in his word. It may not be verbatim, but it will be in the essence of his word. And so we can test what we're hearing. And when you hold, when you find something good, hold it. A friend of mine I was just speaking with today had a miraculous miracle, a miraculous miracle in ministry, a salvation that, that is unparalleled that I've heard, that he led someone into the Lord, and, into, and then subsequently God did a miraculous healing. And he's going, I don't know where to go from here. And I said, well, stay where you are and expand where you are by giving God praise. Let the scriptures that, that, that explain what God just did become then a foundation that you're saying, I'm anticipating this to continue or increase and multiply. 
so, the, so that the imagination can take hold. Instead of just one, now it'll be ten. Instead of it happening after a long season, now it's going to begin to be repeat, repeating in all the seasons. Abstain from every form of evil or appearance of evil, the old King James says. We, do, we just want to keep ourselves as close to the center, as close to the Lord as we can, because it just keeps things clean and makes it ex us accessible for others to find the Lord through us. Now may the God of peace, so catch this, this is a beautiful statement. Now may the God of peace himself, everything is now at peace. God is, is the God of peace and everything has come into peace through Jesus Christ sanctify you me completely and may your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our lord jesus christ so i love that as a prayer that i can put on my own life lord i thank you that you're the god of peace and i believe and i receive you sanctify me completely and i thank you that you are able that my whole spirit soul and body is going is preserved blameless at the coming of our lord jesus I receive the blamelessness of Christ to be on my spirit, soul, and body as you sanctify me completely and that, I'm, that I will enter into this receiving the Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful who will also do it. That's that last verse. He who calls you is faithful who also will do it. Last verse, he who calls you is faithful, who will also do it. It's when things do not look like they're going in order of the scripture, you can focus on the what seems to be out of order to the scripture and focus on that. And all we do is strengthen the problem. But when we focus on the truth of the scripture, that God is faithful, then we begin to strengthen our position in the truth. And we then can know that it, he is faithful. He also will do it. Because he's faithful, he will do it. And that begins to build a capacity to receive instead of be, uh, fall into doubt and unbelief. Brethren, pray for us, he says in verse 25. Pray for us. Uh, greet all the brethren with a holy kiss. And then read this epistle and be read to all the holy brethren. We need to share the good news. We need to keep the people alive. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. So I bless you. I look forward to being together this Sunday for Christmas or for Thanksgiving meal. Come hungry. Bring your friends. Bring family. And get dressed in your Christmas attire. If you'd like to get a picture, maybe it'd become your Christmas card. It's, it's yours to do whatever. We're looking forward to being together. So I'm going to pull us all in and say a blessing and we can get going into the, new, into the evening. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm going to release a blessing. You may continue your praying, but I just want to release a blessing that the Lord will sanctify us. First Thessalonians uh, 5. Now may the God of peace sanctify us wholly, spirit, soul, and body, and that we would be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful are you who will also do it. We receive the doing of it. We, the sons of light, are called into walking in this marvelous light that you've called us to. Lord, bless us. Let us find people to bring to church, into lunch, 
into celebration of this Thanksgiving and create in us this joy always, the prayer without ceasing, and in everything giving thanks. For this is your will, Father, for us in Christ Jesus. Amen. All right, blessing everyone. God bless. Yeah, let's go out. We look forward to being together Sunday.